Hey everybody, it's your boy Garrett J. White, the founder of Wake Up Warrior and creator of the Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. Welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this, porn, not corn. Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. Hi, my name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. 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 You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On Fire. All right, so I made a little post on the Instagram today. Oh, yes, my friends, on the Instagram. And the post on the Instagram said the following. It said, porn is not the problem. It is the symptom of the problem. And the problem is sedated and disconnected men. Now, I'm going to get to this topic here in just a second. But uh, let me share with you what happened. So we were driving to school. We were sitting at a stoplight. I was dropping my kids off here just a moment ago. My daughter's at class this morning. Got big field trips and birthday parties and all kinds of great shenanigans they were pumped up about. I had a great surf session with my main man, Jeremy Finlay. Had a blast surfing this morning. Um, And what we ended up experiencing inside of all of this shenanigan um, was the sharing of an idea. I pulled up my Instagram at the stoplight or at the at the red light, and I was looking at the the post I made this morning, the image, and then my my daughter was sitting in the front seat. Bailey, she's ten, and she goes porn, and I was like, "Yep, you want me to read it to you?" And so I said, "Here," and I handed her my phone, and I told her to read it. Then from the back seat, I hear my six year old Ruby say, "Corn, Dad, corn is so good. It's so fun to eat corn." Bailey, sitting in the front seat, said she didn't say corn, Ruby. He said porn. And she's like, sitting quiet. I was like, yep, you're right, babe. Corn is amazing to eat. So we sat there and we were having like all these conversations back and forth and talking back and forth with my daughters about corn. And my 10-year-old and I got to have a little conversation about porn. She's very aware of what porn is because boys her age at 10 are already looking at it on cell phones. Um, and this is the modern generation. Porn access everywhere. Porn everywhere. Pornographic images used to market. Pornographic images used to to sell. Porn used to sedate, to disconnect oneself from reality. Over and over and over. And VR, virtual reality and augmented reality, are going to make it even more intense for individuals to disconnect themselves from each other as human beings. So let's have a little talk about porn for a second, shall we? Porn, I've gone through a lot of different phases of thinking about porn. Uh, My first was... Holy shit, I want it, which was a kid. Now, that's never actually stopped. There's a, there's a compulsion inside of a man which is drawn to sex and sexual images. It's why cleavage on a woman in a public place or in advertising, I don't give a shit who the guy is. It's like a tractor beam and it pulls. Some guys will allow that thought to sit and rest and ride. Other guys will not. They'll just like, you know, they'll look at it, they'll feel the trigger and they'll move on. There's no guy unless you're gay. And in that case, if you're a gay man and you're drawn to something else, you may not be drawn to breasts. But to guys who are straight, this is a natural reaction. And it's a natural feeling to be okay with the idea of sex. Right? And to to want to have sex, to want to get a blowjob, to want to want to give oral sex, to want to have sex. Like all, all of this is a completely natural and normal feeling. Most boys though were raised in a place of pure shame around the topic of sex. Complete shame around what sex was and what it isn't. And out of that was birthed this pastime game where men and women didn't really talk about sex and was born a industry of pornograph pornograph uh, of porn. Pornography was was born because and continues to grow and thrive, not because it's not being consumed. Like if, if it was not being consumed, it wouldn't continue to rise. 
But the consumption of porn is fucking epidemically high. Not just by men, but by women also. It's not just by men. It's by women also. Statistics are proving this like crazy. Now, here's the crazy part, though. Porn is not a problem. Like, I don't think porn is a problem. Like, I don't. People will argue with me all day long on this. They'll get pissed off, fired up. They'll become very passionate. They'll even become enraged about the idea that I would even claim such shit. That porn is not a problem. Yet, in my world, in my perspective today, porn is not the problem. People want to look at porn as the issue. They're like, when you shut down the porn sites, when you, you're never going to do that, by the way. You're never going to fucking shut down the porn sites. It's impossible. Like, it's impossible to shut down the porn sites. Why? Because the consumption and demand of the product is epidemically high. Men want it. Women want it. People want to consume it. They want to be addicted to it. There are people frequently, and the crazy part is, is that they track this. Major porn sources like Pornhub, YouPorn, all these guys, they can track the IP address of consumption of pornography. And here's the crazier part. The highest per capita of consumption of pornographic content on the web in the United States is found in the most highly concentrated conservative Christian cultures. Now, I'm not saying the porn's not being consumed everywhere because it is. But legitimately inside the game of porn, it is being consumed in the place that people don't want to really talk about it. Now, why is this? Why is this? I was raised in a a Catholic slash Mormon experience, right? Predominantly a Mormon experience is what I was raised in. It's not what I practice anymore. Me and my wife do not practice any organized religion right now. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm not saying that you should. I'm just saying that we don't. But inside of that, I can tell you right now that what I experienced was a taboo around the topic of sex. Nobody wanted to talk about it. So men were left learning about sex on the sideline with their buddies. And the minute the technology became available, a man could go and do what was easier than actually having to confront the conversation with the woman, which was go to porn for immediate gratification. And so I'm going to have you consider that the bigger problem around all of this, that porn itself was born out of a a group of people who couldn't actually be okay with their sexuality, who couldn't talk about their sexuality, that married men go to porn because they don't know how to talk about the dysfunction sexually that exists inside their relationship. Now, I have listened to family members, women. I've watched divorces happen because a man was looking at porn in a marriage where a woman was not putting out. Like, there was no sex happening. The guy was left to die on the fucking vine, doing his very best, sexually driven, trying to stay and locked into a marriage in which sex was taboo. A woman was not willing to be intimate, not willing to be fun, not willing to play around, not willing to make sex something more than just making babies. And I'm not saying that's every situation. I'm not saying that. And I'm not blaming women. What I'm saying is that men and women created porn. Not only are they the actors and actresses on porn, they're the stars, the pornographic image stars. Not only are they the actors and actresses inside of these pornographic films and movies and videos, etc. But not only that, they were, they, we as the consumers, we, I looked at porn. I have looked at porn. I'm certain I will look at it again in the future. My wife and I have looked at porn together. Like, I am not saying that porn is the problem. What I'm saying is that porn itself is getting labeled as the problem while everybody else avoids the real fucking problem. And the real fucking problem is that human beings inside the United States of America have a problem with their sexuality. 
They have a problem with communicating about sexuality in marriage. They have a problem talking about what they actually want sexually. And so they allow the desires to sit harbored inside. They allow the cravings to sit and harbor inside. And they suppress and they stuff them down. A well-sexed man does not go to porn. A woman inside of a well-sexed relationship does not go to porn. There are handfuls of cases of people, yes, who have sex addictions, who are fully addicted to pornography in their brain. I am not taking that away from you. I'm also not saying that a man who has gone to porn for 10 to 15 years is not addicted to the trigger of stimulus and endorphins in his brain from going to porn. I'm not saying that's not true. But here's what I'm going to have you consider. It's easy to blame the porn. That's easy fucking porn industry. That's easy. How about let's look at the real problem. If people didn't go to porn, there would be no porn industry. But people go to porn because people are in pain. Men are in pain. Women are in pain. Couples are in pain. People are looking to feel sexually connected because sex is a reality and a part of who we are as human beings. And here in the United States of America, we have shamed that so long that it has birthed an entire subculture that is destroying people. And it's going to destroy entire generations of teenage boys who are addicted to porn and masturbation. And when virtual reality and augmented reality porn is available, you are going to watch the biggest fucking exodus from marriage you have ever seen in your entire reality. And our entire country and the foundation upon the family which we are built will be fucking destroyed. And it won't be because of fucking porn. It will be because of couples and individuals who can't tell the fucking truth and own their sexuality and own their truth inside of relationship. So here's my question for you. Where in your world across body being balanced and business are you blaming the symptom when you should be really looking at the root problem? You're looking at a symptom in your life and you're blaming it. You're angry at it. But you're not looking at the root cause, the root problem that's actually destroying you. Once you find that area, take out your warm up and your weapon, I could join in your panel, once you write that area down. Here is the area in which I am destroying myself by going after the symptom instead of dealing with the root cause. Okay, now you got that area down. Now I want you to say the following. What is the cost of continuing to, uh, to beat the branch of the symptom without dealing with the root cause? What's the cost in your life? And the third piece, why are you so afraid to take on the problem? That's all I got for you. My friends, I'm running out of time. Here's a couple of reminders. If you're not subscribed to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud to Warrior and Fire, do that. If you don't have access to the action guides, head to warrioronfire.com. If you don't have access to the Warrior Book, for God's sakes, go invest in yourself. $100, head to warriorbook.com. And last piece, two responsibilities here. Do the stuff we talk about and two, share the show up with somebody else. My friends, that's all I got for you. I'm out of here. This is Garrett White signing off, saying love and light. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. This is a podcast. This is a podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior on Fire. On fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to, need hear. to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in, in iTunes, iTunes and subscribe. So, is there a website? Wake up, Warrior. Wake up, Warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now. Yeah.